and gentlemen, and welcome back to today's episode of Uncaped Heroes. I'm Stacey Johnston, honored to be here with you and honored to sit alongside my co-host, Kathy Holland. How are you today? I am doing fabulous. The sun is finally shining. So, much better. How are you? I'm doing well, and I'm excited to go on yet another trip. I feel so fortunate to be at a place in my life where, from the comfort of my living room, I get to travel all the way around the world and meet the most amazing people that do the most amazing things to serve mankind, to open space, to provide a place to go, I can help you with that over here. I understand what that's like. You can get better over here. Or we have support for that over here. And it doesn't matter if it's in India or Rhode Island or the U.K., that space and that energy and that service of mankind is the most beautiful thing to see. And I just love these conversations, this opportunity to, to travel around the world and get to meet these amazing people. What's this journey about for you, Kat? I just enjoy the different things that people do. You know, you hear people all the time growing up and they say, what do you want to be when you grow up? And, you know, a lot of times you get very cookie-cutter answers, right? I want to be a doctor or a lawyer or a police officer. And we have met people that do things I have never even thought of, and I think it's super cool. Right. It is proof to me that there's room for your idea. You know, so many times we think, I can't do that. There's already somebody that does that. But, you know, and we've used this analogy a thousand times, look at the table. One day a guy got tired of his coconut rolling over, so he got a log and he put a flat log on top and he set his cup down and he didn't roll over, and then we had a table. And now today we have 12,000 kinds of tables. And it's just proof that there's room for your idea and for what you do and for the magic that you bring. It's part of the story that you get to write, and I just love getting to see these stories come unfold. Me too. Fascinating to me. So if you're ready, we have a beautiful guest today joining us all the way from West Virginia, and I'm excited to hear what she has to share with us. So ladies and gentlemen, may we please introduce Sherry Tomiko. How are you today? I'm good. Thank you so much for having me. This is such a lovely forum of just sharing different ideas. Oh, thank you for joining us. We're, we're very glad that you took the time and decided to share your wisdom and insight with us. So, Sherry, how about you kick us off? Can you tell us who is Sherry Tamika? What do you do? Why do you do that? And how can we connect with you? Yeah, I'm Sherry Timko. I have been in the – so I come to you from the mental health field. I've been a psychotherapist for the last 20 years, and uh, I've moved into coaching space at this, this latest part of my career. Um, and I have really dedicated my life to understanding the relationships of long-term committed couples, so shorthand married couples, but there's a lot of other formulations of couples at this point. So um, that's where I really spent my time and energy and focus in life is really helping couples connect on a deep level and have the relationship that, that they really long for.
And how can people connect with what you do? Um, how can they connect in the world, or what are the concepts that make sense? Uh, how, how can they, if they want to be connected to you and to what you provide, how oh, can yeah. they reach out to you? Yeah, the best way to reach me is through my website, which is just my name, SherryTimco.com, or to join me in my Facebook group. I have a free Facebook group for couples that's designed to encourage them to spend some time together. The name of it is Date Night Community, and the purpose is to encourage couples to spend some time with each other every week. Oh, You know, I really love that. As a as a woman that's been married as of Saturday now thirty eight years. Oh, congratulations! <sighs> Thank you very much. Thank you very much. I have a great appreciation for that, for the development and the holding down of that long term relationship, because it's not easy. You know, it's it you you go through so much together as a couple, and you grow together, and and you you watch each other change and become, and it's a there are challenges along the way, but I'm telling you what, girl, the effort is worth it. So I, I have a great appreciation for what you do. Well, thank you. Yeah, I am always in awe of how much couples survive and how much they have to change and grow in order to maintain that relationship. But I also know that the benefits are so rewarding. Uh, you really can't get those kind of benefits in any other sort of relationship. It's very true. It's very true. You know, I'm a, I'm a sound believer that marriage is so much more than a piece of paper and a badass party. You know, it's a decision that you make. Um, it, it's a decision that you make. And once you decide to engage and be married and stay married, um, it, it's, a, it's a remarkable journey. I, I wouldn't trade it. I, I encourage everybody to stick it out. I think it ought to cost twelve dollars to get married and forty thousand to get divorced. You know, <laughs> because it, it it's too easy for people to back off and quit and go. Oh, that's not as easy as I thought it was going to be. Or wait, that's not near as much fun. And then they just they just stop. And uh, that makes me sad that it's so easy to for that to happen. Yeah. yeah, but I also think that couples shouldn't just stay together. Like it's not enough just to be together. They should also True. have a really good connected relationship because that's where you, you get a platform from which you can do all sorts of other things in your life when you have that good, solid connection with your partner. Very true. And you have to allow each other the space to become. And I, I, I spent 12 years myself in the mental health field as a family services specialist, working with families, just trying to keep families together and kids back in the home. And we did a lot of a couple times on, on things like that. And I would hear more than once, well, I just want my husband back or I just want the woman back that I married. And I go, but that's been 12 years. That's not fair because you're not the same person that you were 12 years ago. And so to, to, to want or expect it to stay just like it was that first day, is, there's no reality to that. Yeah, it's also not much fun. I mean, there's a real beauty in growing and watching someone else grow into that better, stronger person. And you can't do that unless you change and grow also. Amen. Beautiful. 
Thank you. I think that's valuable information for so many people out there that are young and newly married or considering getting married to be able to listen to mentor and hear information on those that have made it, you know, that long and, and what you go through. So I think that's, I think that's a beautiful and valuable service, especially right now in our world. Kathy, how does that make, what do you, what do you think about that? My husband and I actually just had the conversation the other night that we need to date. We need to go on a date, right? We have three little kids. He works all the time. We have a busy schedule, and somewhere in that, we get lost, right? So we were just having this pretty much exact conversation. <laughs> so thank you for reiterating all of that. I think we all know intuitively we need to do that, but making that happen when we have little kids is, it's a really hard season to fit that in. So when you think about a date, not just thinking about a date where you get dressed up and you leave the house, but also thinking of a date like, um, you know, put the kids to bed and spend an hour just talking or doing something fun with one another, and that that is also that investment in the relationship. I agree. I love that. Thank you for that. It's beautiful. So, Sherry, when you look at the journey that you've taken to get to this place from, from where you started your years as a psychotherapist and now as a coach, the people that you touch, how, what is your concept or definition of the word hero and who in your lifetime gets into that for you? And there are many, we know. I mean, we have lots of heroes along the way. So, Well, heroes are, I think of people as everyday heroes. Uh, heroes are people who do something even when it's scary. They don't let that fear stop them. doesn't mean that they have to make the fear go away, but they do it in spite of that fear. Mm, that's good. How much do you think fear plays into relationships? Well, a relationship requires us to be vulnerable with our partner in a way that we're not vulnerable with other people. When you first meet a person when we first start dating them, it's almost like we give them this grace and we open up this space and it's easy to let that guard down and connect with them. But because we're human beings and we're imperfect, eventually they're going to let us down or we're going to let them down. And then there's that temptation to put that wall up and protect yourself. So that there is fear in every relationship. There's fear that that person is going to hurt us. There's fear that that person's going to leave us. And staying connected with, connected with your partner means accepting that they could hurt you and choosing to do it anyways. Mm. That's, beautiful. That's beautiful. So who in your lifetime that you've met fits into that description for you? Who I've met a lot of people who meet that description. And when I was thinking about this concept of heroes, what I realized is that it's actually a group. Like we don't recognize the heavy lifting that our marriage does in our life. 
our marriage provides this sense of security and safety and connection that then becomes a platform or a springboard that we can do all sorts of other things from. So I was trying to pinpoint one person, but like I almost think that hero is your spouse. It's my spouse. It's your spouse. It's each of our spouses who step into that space with us and create this relationship that then gives us confidence to go into the world and conquer all sorts of other goals. I love that. That's a great <clears throat> a great concept. You know, and I say a lot of times when you say we've discovered doing this that when you ask people who your hero is, you know, my I have, my son is seven, and he is a, all about superheroes. Yeah. He loves Marvel, right? And that is that's kids' interpretation of a hero. But what we've discovered in doing this is that more often than not, heroes are just everyday people, right? People that have come alongside you and inspired you in some way, or given you a different opinion about something or, you know, a mom, a dad, a brother, a sister. So it's super cool. Thank you for for sharing that. I love that. So, again, in a different, a little bit different direction, if there was a specific life lesson that you have learned throughout your journey and throughout all the things that you have done to get to where you are today, what's one lesson? Well, excuse me, one life lesson you would like to share with our audience. This is also hard to pinpoint. Maybe it's my age, but I feel like I've had to learn so much along the way. <laughs> so <laughs> boiling it down to just one is, is, uh, is hard. So a life lesson that, um, that I think falls into this category of having a really good marriage, it would be to show up. Um, we get so busy with so many different things, and it's easy to kind of put our partner on the back burner and to assume that that relationship is going to be solid no matter what we throw at it or how much we, we take away from it. Um, but finding tiny little ways to show up in your marriage in, with your spouse, it changes everything. It allows you to continue building that relationship even when you're busy with other things, even when you're preoccupied, even when there is a crisis going on that pulls you away from that. So these little tiny things are things like having that once a week date where you know that you're going to have your partner's attention and you don't let other things interrupt it. But it's also saying good morning every morning and just having a few moments of connection then or saying goodbye before one of you leaves for the day or um, at the end of the day, have, at the end of the workday, having a way of saying, hey, I'm glad you're here. Or at the end of the night, being able to say, 
we're still connected and whatever happened today is in today and tomorrow we get a brand new day. So just showing up and showing up regularly, consistently, and intentionally, even if all you have is five minutes to invest in that relationship, that five minutes, five minutes a day adds up and that five minutes really counts. That is really important advice. It's really important advice. It's really important advice. I think my husband and I, after all these years, you know, we have moments and and good and bad, just like everybody else. But we, but we stay with things like I'll go out and leave a note in his company pickup in the morning before he leaves. So when he gets in, there's a note for me that just says, "Hope you have a great day, Lenny." And so, like I said, I think it's those little things that are important. That, that we tend to take for granted. But they mean so much. I love this conversation because every time I have this conversation, um, someone gives me a new example of that little way that they stay connected with their partner. What I have found is that this is so unique to the two people in that relationship that they find that specific way, those specific ways that make them feel connected. And you can't just take those ideas and plunk them down into your relationship and assume that they're going to work. You have to find that way that is authentically both of you to have that deeper connection. It, It makes such a difference in the longevity of it all. It, it really does make a difference. I'm, I got chills thinking about it. You know, I, I think everybody that gets, that's fixing to get married ought to have to go through a class like this to go, here's what's coming. Right? Because I think so many young people go into the marriage, a concept of marriage that this is going to be a 50-50 partnership. We're going to be on the same page all the time. We're madly in love. And it takes about a week to realize that that 50-50 thing, maybe, sometimes, Sometimes it's 90-10, and you have to be okay with the 90 or the 10. And recognizing that it's not always going to be 50-50, and sometimes you're going to have to put in a little more effort, and sometimes you're going to need a little more effort from the other side is so critical to the looking at the longevity of that, to me. And then those are the things that I've learned. Yeah, and that when you're thinking about 50-50 or whatever that split is, it has to be over a really long period of time. There are going to be seasons of life where you're going to put more in, but there's also going to be seasons of life when you're the one who needs the other person to carry you. Um, And if you can't look at it from that long-term perspective, then it's really hard on a day-to-day basis to know what's okay for you to give and what's, what's giving too much. Yeah, but then I got to wonder after 30 years, is there too much? You know, I, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, is there yeah. too much? Kathy, how well, do I think... Me? Go ahead. Go ahead, I'm sorry. Please, Olivia. I mean, please, Sherry, go on. I, you know, I think that when you don't have that long-term perspective, when you aren't thinking about, you know, when you're just thinking about today, then you say, is this fair and... It's hard, to, it's hard to ever be fair in the relationship. 
So it's only when you think about it, like I'm in this for 50 years. So over 50 years, is this going to be fair? That's where you really need to balance that. And that's a really hard perspective at the beginning of the relationship because you don't have enough time invested to say, ah, right, in 10 years I'm going to have this chronic illness and I'm not going to be able to do half what I do now. And I can't anticipate that. So my giving more now is really that investment in whatever that future is going to look like. Beautiful. I love that. I hope people that, like you said, people that are about to get married or have just got married, listen to this because it's handy information on longevity. I love it. So let's, let's take this in a slightly different direction again. If you had one bit of advice, if you had a one-liner to give to the world, what would it be? What would your T-shirt say? I'll tell you one of the things that I say to myself a lot. It's outside of this idea around marriage. It's really about my whole life. Um, It's just try. There are so many things that look too big and daunting and intimidating, and I think, man, I just don't think I can do that. And when I hear myself say that, I think, just try. Just try. Just try a little bit. Just try once. And what I often find is that if I try, I find out, oh, this isn't so different from something else that I've done. Or this isn't as hard as I thought it would be. So that's one of those things that I come back to again and again. Um, And it helps me expand my life. It helps me try things that are outside of my comfort zone because it's that just try. Give it a try. You know, that is fantastic huh. advice. My dog agrees. <laughs> <laughs> that, that is fantastic advice. Just try it. You know, you're never know, going to know if it's going to work for you if you never try. Just try. Mm-hmm. I think that's beautiful. I, yeah. I continue to be in awe. It's the only words that I can come up with right now about this question. <clears throat> we have 270 plus interviews under our belt from all over the world. And we have asked this question 175 of those times. And every single time we get a response that is completely different from another one. We do not have one that has repeated themselves, said the same thing, been in the same sentence without a word. It is amazing to me how much wisdom there is. I mean, how many people need that? Just try. I got to do You got to just try. And what a beautiful conversation piece, that shirt, because they go, just try what? And you go, uh-huh. Well, you've opened the door now, right? I love it. I think that's beautiful. Thank you for sharing that with us. That's cool. We are at a place, ladies, where we are going to have to wind down. Sherry, with respect to you as our guest, to our audience and the time that you've allowed to us today. And we don't want to overstep that bound. So we would love for our audience to always remember that we are brought to you by Guided by Grace and Enlighten Up. If we can serve you in some way, if you want to have a conversation with us, if you have a story to share, or you just need someone to talk to, we're interested in what you have to say, please reach out to us at HeroBuilder2020 at gmail.com. Sherry, I'm going to start by telling you thank you so very much for your time, for your wisdom, and for this 
space that you provide and for that beautiful wisdom. I hope everybody that's thinking about it, that listens to this, takes a different perspective on their relationship and we all begin to shoot for that longevity. So thank you for the space you provide and for the hero that you probably are to more people than you recognize in a day. Kathy, how would you like to leave our audience? You're welcome. Kathy, how would you like to leave our audience today? Um, just with a challenge. You know, per usual. I like the challenges. But the challenge today is to do a relationship inventory. If you don't have a spouse, do a self relationship inventory. Because there's something that you don't want to fix so bad you want to throw away. And you can fix it. You just have to want to. So take a look and see what you can find because I promise you it's worth it. Beautiful. Sherry, we would be honored. If you would take the stage for us, give us the last 90 seconds and close out our show. How would you like to leave our audience today? Well, I would just like to kind of wrap a couple ideas together. Um, I think that this idea of just try applies to couples who have been together for a long time. Um, I think that we ignore a lot of the easy and simple things that can really make a difference in a relationship. And uh, we kind of, we fall into ruts or we start to take our partner for granted or we get very focused on how our partner needs to change and we ignore where our power is in that relationship. So when I say just try in your relationship, what I mean is think of one small thing that you could do, that you could bring something positive back to that relationship. So that might be something as tiny as saying good morning if that's not your habit. Um, So just find some small little thing that you can do and then just try that in your relationship and notice whether that shifts things for you and your partner and makes things feel better. 